Would you stand with us as we sing? He is the Lion. He is the Lamb. And blessed be his name. Let's sing that together and worship. Blessed be the name of the Lord. together. So much is going on. I want to welcome uh, Mark Sickling. He's going to be coming and preaching here in a little bit and uh, glad to have him here with us today. And y'all know he's, he's family, but uh, don't hold that against him, okay? But uh, we're proud of him, glad to have him with us here today. And he'll be preaching the word a little bit later on in the service. A lot of things going on. And, of course, we're going to have a special time of prayer here in just a moment. But let me share some uh, highlights of some announcements. Um, senior meal. How about that? June 11th at 10 o'clock, going to Lambert's. There's a sign-up sheet in the back. So you sign up and you bring your ball glove so you can catch those rolls as they throw them. 
So they got that planned for you. So sign up sheet in the back. A lot of things coming up. We're beginning this uh, Wednesday night, our summer program for our children and youth groups. And the first thing will be our uh, jungle golf at Maggie's, all the children and youth and their families. You meet there at 6 o'clock. We're going to have a great evening. And there's an um, insert that shows you everything. Uh, a couple of things we're still working on. But activities going to be a lot of fun for this summer. Also, Vacation Bible School. Can you believe it? It's just three weeks away from tomorrow. Boy, this things just pass so quickly. But we need you to look a lot of announcements in the bulletin about concerning Vacation Bible School. If you haven't signed up yet or give or volunteered your services, please do that right away. Uh, one other thing we we're talking about, Celebrate America is coming up soon too. Fourth of July will be here before you know it. We have a special program span for that day. And one of the uh, aspects of that service is a salute to the armed forces. And we're going to uh, have a very special. And so right now we have, we're going to collect uh, memorabilia that you might have concerning family members or yourself uh, that were in the service. You know, whether it be pictures, flags, um, it's, there's a list here. Anything that you might have, please see Debbie Moore or Vicki Reed about what you, if you'd like to honor a loved one who served in the service. And they're going to be doing displays all over. You remember a couple years ago we were able to do some of that. Well, they'd like to do that again and even more. If you can help with some things, please let them know. Well, there's a lot of things. Please look at your bulletin. I don't have time to go through everything. Uh, but we do know that there's a lot of needs in our church family this week. A lot of loss has taken place. It's been a kind of rough week on a lot of our families. Uh, we know about the Martha Hobgood family. I was handed this. Right now, this is what said her, uh, is, that, is that all two, visitation and funeral at one time? Is that right? Correct? Okay. Uh, it's Tuesday from 11 to 1, with the funeral being at 1 here at the church. So that, that's the information that we don't have anything about uh, Brother Brad and his mother. We haven't heard anything about that yet. But please be in prayer for all them and others in our church who have, are dealing with grief uh, from the loss of a loved ones. And I know there's a lot of needs. And so we're going to go to the Lord in this prayer and thank him for allowing us to be in the service today. But I want you to join me in prayer this morning as we uh, remember uh, these people in need. Shall we go to prayer? Dear Lord, thank you again for us allowing us to be in your house today. Oh, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Lord, what would we do without you in our lives? Lord, I... We, right now, we want to remember so many in our church family that are hurting and are grieving from the loss of loved ones. Lord, there's been quite a bit this week, so we pray, Lord, for right there, right now, just wherever they may be, we lift them up to you. May you bring comfort and peace to their heart. Oh, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the hope that we have in you. And as we proceed today, Lord, with this uh, service, Pray you're glorified, Lord, through the music, the preaching. Lord, we're here to, right now as this song is playing. We're here to worship you. We get a lot on our minds that cloud our thinking, kind of crowd you out. But for right now, Lord, let us have clear minds and hearts that we give this moment completely to you to worship you. When we remember all that you did for us, all that you went through for us, we worship you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Let's sing together. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. time to remember so many who have given uh, all for our, our freedom and our country. But right now, I would like to recognize those of you, any of you who have served in the military 
in any form uh, in, uh, in our congregation. If you would stand so we can honor you. Anyone here has served in the military, please stand. All right. Let's give them folks a big hand. All right. Thank you so much for your service. Amen. You'll be seated. And again, I remind you, we're going to have a very special one, 4th of July. Good opportunity to invite someone who has served to church because they're going to get a chance to be recognized. It's a good opportunity, good way to invite them. But what we want to do at this time, I'll ask Joed if he'll come up this time. I've asked him to lead us in prayer at this special time of memorial. Memorial Day is designed to remember those who have given their all for our country. And since the founding of our country, our country will be 245 years old this July 4th. And of all those years, we think of the many who have given their lives so we can be free. We have a country. So that's what this Memorial Day is about, to remember. And we're going to have a time of more and pray. And I've asked Joe Ed if he'd come and lead us in prayer. Then we're going to stand and sing a couple of songs about our love for our country. All right? I think it would be fitting at this time in honor of those that have given their lives for the freedom of this country if we stand during this time of prayer. Our kind Father in heaven, as we approach your throne of grace, dear Father, we do so, Father, with humble hearts in all thankfulness, thanking you for all the blessings of this life that you have bestowed upon each and every one of us. We thank you for the blessings that you have bestowed upon this church and being able to go out and spread the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we come to this time, dear Father, on this Memorial Day and this time of prayer, Lord, our hearts want to remember the ones who gave the ultimate sacrifice, laying down our lives that our, we're able to meet here today that our country is able to remain free and strong. And to that, Father, we give you all honor and glory. We know that you know everyone that laid down his life. Some that were never found. Some that were able to come back. Lord, we're just thankful for those that were willing to serve during those times. We're thankful for our veterans today, dear Father, and their service to our country. And Lord, we just ask that you would remember them. And Father, we have to remember one. It was the greatest sacrifice of all, and that being Jesus Christ. that died upon that cross, a cruel death, dear Father, that we may know freedom, that we may know spiritual freedom, that we may be forgiven of our sins and our names written in that Lamb's Book of Life. And someday we'll enjoy all of that in a place called heaven, having eternal life because of the one that died for our sins. And through faith, by God's grace, we have we have been saved. Father, know our hearts today as we pray. And Lord, we'll give you all the praise, honor, and glory that you have given to each one of us, that you have given to 
our country, and we thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Great job. At this time, Hannah's going to share a song with us, prepare our hearts for the message, and then Brother Mark's going to come break the word to us. Thank you, Hannah, for sharing that message in music, and thank you, Brother Rockney and choir for leading us in our worship this morning. I don't know about you all, uh, because I know the choir has been singing for a few weeks now, but that's the first choral song that I've heard in 14 months. Thank you, choir. Thank you, choir, for using your gifts and talents to help us praise the Lord, and I have missed that, missed that terribly, so I'm glad to see it back. 
and uh, thank you for sharing that with us this morning. I also want to, on a personal note, say thank you to the Bridensburg family here for praying for me and my family in my dad's recent illness and surgery and ask that you continue to pray for him as he recovers. Before I dive into the message this morning, I do want to share two brief things about the Blood River Baptist Association, uh, things that are coming up. Um, first of all, our golf tournament, men's golf tournament, is this coming Saturday at 8 o'clock in the morning at uh, Miller Golf Course in Murray, Kentucky. And I believe Brownsburg Baptist Church's team won the last time we played this tournament at that event. So I hope and pray that uh, you're going to get a team together. And I think Mr. Cunningham was working on that this morning. So I hope to see some of you there for that. Then secondly, also want to ask that you prayerfully consider participating again in our annual Jerusalem project, which is our local missions project, June 10th through the 12th. We'll have various activities, uh, some, some yard work that needs to be done, some uh, work on a, a wheelchair ramp that needs to be done, other slight or, or small construction projects. So anytime between 8 and 3 o'clock those days, and you don't have to come every day, but if you can give a few hours to, to be on mission with the Lord, uh, with other brothers and sisters in Christ, talk to me or talk to Brother Brad, Brother Rockney, and they'll give you my information that you can contact me and, and say, yes, I want to participate in this year's Jerusalem project. I would appreciate that very much. I want to play a little game this morning, just in your mind. How many of you can remember what you had for breakfast yesterday? We'll start with an easy question. All right, a few of you, yeah, yeah. Most of us can probably remember that. Well, how many of you can remember who served as vice president with President Ronald Reagan? I'm sure there are several here who remember that. How many of you can remember who won the Super Bowl in the year 2000? Impressive. Years, a few years ago, there was a story on the Today Show. And it was reported that three Americans at that time were alive that could literally remember everything they ever experienced in life. Anything they had read, anything they had heard, anything they had experienced. According to the Today Show, Jill Price, Brad Williams, and Rick Barron could remember things they did on specific dates at specific times in their lives. They could remember which team won the World Series in any given year, the score of the game, and who the winning pitcher was. Now, my friends, honestly, I don't know if that would be a blessing or a curse. Tomorrow, our nation celebrates Memorial Day. According to my sources, the custom of placing flowers on the graves of the war dead as a way of remembering their sacrifice, began on May 5th, 1866, in Waterloo, New York. Two years later, in 1868, General John A. Logan declared May 30th would be the day to, continue to decorate with flowers the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country. After World War I, Memorial Day was set aside to honor 
the fallen of all American heroes. On this Memorial Day weekend, I invite you to turn in your Bible to Numbers chapter 15. Numbers chapter 15, we're going to begin reading at verse 37. As you find our text this morning, allow me to read a poem that reminds us of the sacrifice that many of our American soldiers have made and continue to make on behalf of our nation in order to keep us free. It is the soldier, not the reporter, who has given us freedom of the press. It is the soldier, not the poet, who has given us freedom of speech. It is the soldier, not the campus organizer, who has given us the freedom to demonstrate. It is the soldier who salutes the flag, who serves beneath the flag, and whose coffin is draped by the flag, who allows the protesters to burn the flag. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I encourage you to set aside time this Memorial Day weekend to remember our nation's founding fathers, to remember all of those who have died and laid their lives down as a sacrifice in order to keep our nation free. I also encourage you to set aside time this Memorial Day weekend to say a prayer for all of those who are currently serving in our military. But more importantly, this Memorial Day weekend, I want to encourage you to set aside time to remember the sacrifice God and His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, made on the cross of Calvary. If you found Numbers chapter 15, would you please stand this morning in the honor of the reading of God's Word. Numbers chapter 36. Uh, chapter 15, beginning at verse 37. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and bid them that they make them fringes in the borders of their garments throughout their generations, and that they put upon the fringe of the borders a band of blue. And it shall be unto you for a fringe that you may look upon it, and remember all the commandments of the Lord, and do them, and that ye seek not after your own heart and your own eyes, after which ye use to go about whoring, that ye may remember and do all my commandments, and be holy unto God. I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. May God add his blessings to the reading of his word. Let's pray together. Father God, we are grateful for your goodness, your grace, your love, and your mercy. Father, we are thankful for your word, for the truth we find in it. And most of all, Father, we are thankful for your great love for us, even while we were sinners, Christ died for our sins. Father, if there be one present today in this place, or listening by way of television or on the internet, who has not yet bow the knee and confess Jesus as Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would convict them of their sins and that today would be the day of their salvation. Father, I pray now that your Spirit might teach all of us that which we need to know from this passage of Scripture this day. In Christ's name, amen. You may be seated. Allow me to take just a moment to give you a context of what is t- was taking place 
prior to this scripture we read just a few minutes ago. Moses and the children of Israel had fled their bondage in Egypt. God had delivered them out of the hands of the Egyptians and destroyed the Egyptian army there at the Red Sea. Moses had sent spies, you will remember, into the land of Canaan. And the spies had come back and given a bad report, saying that we could not take over this land. The, the people were, were too large and there were giants in the land. And as a result of their disobedience, God refused to allow any of those adults living at the time to enter into the promised land except for Caleb and Joshua, the two spies that gave a good report. So for the next 40 years, they were wandering around in the wilderness. It was shortly after God announced his judgment upon the Israelites for their disobedience that the Lord spoke these words to Moses in our text. Did you notice what God told Moses to have the children of Israel do to help them remember? He told them to tie fringes. We would say tassels on their garments. Much like the tassels that graduates wear on their hats on graduation day. So on this Memorial Day weekend, I want to encourage you to symbolically put on four tassels to help you remember these spiritual truths that I will share with you this morning. First of all, I encourage you to put on the tassel to remind you of your former self. That's one of the things God wanted to make sure the children of Israel never forgot. He wanted them to remember their former state as slaves back in Egypt. As slaves, the children of Israel were in bondage to the Egyptians. Their taskmasters told them where they would live, what time they would get up, where they would work, what they would eat, 24-7. As slaves, they were routinely mistreated by their Egyptian taskmasters. As slaves, they were unhappy. They felt helpless and they felt hopeless. Furthermore, God wanted to remind the children of Israel it was because of their own rebellion and their disobedience to Him and His Word that put them in this current situation. Brothers and sisters in Christ, as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ this morning, we also need to remember our former state. Unfortunately, with the passing of time, we sometimes forget what our lives were like before we knew Jesus Christ. In fact, I suspect many Christians sitting in pews all across this nation this morning have a form of spiritual amnesia when it comes to remembering what their lives were like prior to Christ. Turn with me in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. In 
In Ephesians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul writes to the Christians at Ephesus some words to help them remember what their lives were once like without Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, I want to begin reading at verse 11. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that all that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Verse 13, But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of the commandments, contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. Verse 16, And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were far off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens of the saints and the household of God. Friends, just as Paul reminded these Christians at Ephesus that they were once separate from Christ, strangers to the covenant, without hope, we too need to remember our former state. We need to remember without Christ, we were once separated with Christ, from Christ and from God. Remember without Christ, we were once without peace. We need to remember without Christ, we were once without hope, without the forgiveness of our sins. We need to remember without Christ, we were once without that promised heavenly home. So this Memorial Day weekend, we need to remember that there were times in our lives when we were without Christ, we were without hope, and we were lost in our sin. So I want to encourage you, do whatever is necessary. Tie a tassel on your clothing. Tie a string around your finger. Whatever is necessary to remember what your life was like prior to coming to know Christ. A second tassel I want you to symbolically put on this morning is to remind you of your faithful Savior. In Numbers chapter 15, verse 41, God said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out from the land of Egypt. My friends, God did not want the people of Israel to forget that it was He who had delivered them from their bondage. It was He who had delivered them from the hand of the Egyptians. It was He who opened up the Red Sea that they might walk across on dry land. And it was He who caused the waters of the Red Sea to, to come back and to collapse over the Egyptian army. 
Just as God was faithful to the Israelites, Jesus Christ is faithful to His followers today. Just as God was faithful to the Jews, even in their disobedience, Jesus is faithful to His followers, even when we are not faithful to Him. How, you say, Brother Mark, is Jesus faithful to me? How do we count the ways? But I do want to mention four or five ways God is faithful to us. First of all, Jesus is faithful never to leave us nor forsake us. Jesus himself said, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. I don't know about you, but that is a promise that gets me through those difficult days. When I'm having a tough day, great promise to lean on. That Jesus Christ will never leave us nor forsake us. He's right there in the fire with us. Secondly, we know that Jesus is faithful to keep His promises. Again, speaking of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the writer of Hebrews tells us, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for He who promised is faithful. Friends, I challenge you this morning. If you're a skeptic, look at this book. Read it from cover to cover and you will find that Jesus Christ is faithful in every way. You will not be able to prove Christ unfaithful. Third, Jesus faithfully protects us from the evil one. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Christians at Thessalonica, wrote, but the Lord is faithful and He will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. In fact, on the very night He was arrested, prior to His arrest, Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, the Bible tells us, praying. Who was He praying for? You and me. All of His followers. Asking God to protect us from the evil one. Yes, Jesus is faithful to never leave us or forsake us. Jesus is faithful to keep His promises. Jesus is faithful to protect us from the evil one. And fourth, Jesus is faithful to provide a way of escape from sin. Paul was just a man like you and me. We often put the Apostle Paul on a pedestal, but he was just like us. He was flesh and bone. In fact, Paul called himself the chief of sinners. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, No temptation is overtaking you, but such as is common to man, and God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond that which you are able, but with that temptation will provide a way of escape also, so that you may be able to endure it. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't know about you, but I don't take that door of escape nearly as often as I should. But it's there. God is faithful to provide it. He wants us to take it every time. God is also faithful to forgive us of our sins. 
My friends, I'm certainly glad that Jesus will never leave me nor forsake me. It brings me great comfort to know that Jesus always keeps His promises and always is protecting me from the evil one and He's providing that way of escape for me. But I am most thankful for His faithfulness to forgive me and to cleanse me when I ask Him to. The Bible tells us in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all our unrighteousness. So on this Memorial Day weekend, I'm very thankful that Jesus is faithful to me to forgive me when I call out to Him for forgiveness. But not only do I want you to remember this Memorial Day weekend of your former status before Christ, not only do I want you to remember about Jesus' faithfulness, third, I want you to put on a symbolic tassel to remind yourself that your future is secure in Christ. In all honesty, very few things are certain and secure these days. If you're my age, 57 or younger, your retirement through Social Security might be at risk. It's not certain. If you have money in the stock market these days, your money isn't certain. As Terrence Clark, Larry King, Prince Philip, some in our own community, and even some in our own families have discovered over the last few weeks, our health, our very lives are uncertain and insecure. So in this world of uncertainty in which we live, it is a blessing to have our eternal life secure through a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. How can we, how can we be assured of our eternal security? Well, the Bible tells us in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. My friends, since I placed my faith in Jesus Christ back in eight, April of 1975, asking Jesus to forgive me of my sins and cleanse me of my unrighteousness, and be my personal Lord and Savior. My eternal destiny has been secure. Now there are some preachers, and there are some churches that believe that a person can lose their salvation, but I am not that kind of preacher, and Southern Baptists are not that kind of denomination that teach that kind of false doctrine. As Southern Baptists, we believe and teach what the Scripture teaches, and that is, once a person is saved, no one can snatch them out of the Father's hand. Turn with me to John chapter 10, and I'll prove it to you this morning. John chapter 10, beginning of verse 27. Jesus himself says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither 
shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Verse 29, my father which gave them to me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Friend, if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior this morning, neither a dozen atheists, two dozen Islamic terrorists, or the devil himself can pluck you out of the hands of Jesus. Your eternal future is secure. This Memorial Day weekend, I encourage you, take time to remember all of those who have fought and died for your freedoms you enjoy as Americans. But more importantly, this Memorial Day weekend, I hope you will remember your former state as a sinner Lost without hope. Hope you'll remember your faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. And I hope you will remember, if you know Jesus, your future is secure in Him. If you don't know Jesus, however, your future is not secure. But Jesus remains faithful. That if you will call out to Him in prayer, asking Him to forgive you of your sins, admitting you're a sinner, believe upon Jesus as Savior and Lord, call out to Him. He's faithful to save you from your sins this day. Pray with me. Lord God, we are thankful, grateful for Your faithfulness. Even when we, like the children of Israel, are unfaithful, You remain faithful. Forgive us of those times where we do not remain faithful to you, Lord. Where we fail to share the love of Christ in word and deed with those around us. Father, for those who may be present or may be watching by way of television or the internet today who who do not have eternal security through Jesus in a relationship with him today, I pray for them today. I pray, Father, that you would make that evident to them of their lost condition without Christ, their hopelessness without Him, and that they would, right where they are, Father, just get down on their knees and pray. Say, Dear Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've broken Your rules, and I'm sorry. I ask, Lord, that You forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. I trust Jesus this day, right here, right now, as my Savior, Lord, and the remainder of my days, with your help, I will live for him. Father, if there be one present with us this day who has prayed that prayer, who who has called out to you in prayer for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus, I pray that they would have the courage to come and share that with us this morning. If there's one who's prayed that over the listening by internet or TV, I pray that they would call this church and let that church know what has happened in their lives this day. Again, Lord, we are so grateful for your goodness, your grace, your love, and your mercy. We pray that you might move us this day and that we would be obedient to you. In Christ's name, amen. As we stand and Brother Rodney leads us in this hymn of decision.
Whatever God is leading you to do, you be obedient to Him.